0: Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and today is the 6th of October 2022 and the global cryptocurrency market is just moving sideways. Now in today's episode, we have some massive updates and the updates are to do with 3 people in the cryptocurrency space that has had a massive impact in the cryptocurrency. The first one is Celsius Network and we'll be discussing some news regarding the former CEOs and the former executives of Celsius Network. The second news is a massive news and this is to do with Do Korn who is the founder of Terra, Terra Luna and we also have some update regarding Three Arrows Capital and we have some massive and positive news regarding the MENA region and the news is that the Middle East and North Africa region has seen the largest crypto market growth in 2022. So in today's episode we will be discussing all of these news in detail, some positive news. But unfortunately, most of the news is negative. Now, regarding UAE, I have two news as well. And both the news is by Blockchain DXP. But what I tend to do is every month, I do tend to have an event explaining Bitcoin at a completely basic and beginner level. And this is going to be a three part series, which starts tomorrow, that is on the 7th of October, and it ends on the 23rd of October. So please feel free to attend these sessions. These are completely free of cost. And on the 14th of October, I do have a session on central bank digital currencies. And in yesterday's episode we discussed stable coins. So what I'm going to be doing is on the session on the 14th of October, I'm going to be explaining how stablecoin impacts central bank digital currencies and vice versa. So the topic on the 14th of October is called Central Bank Digital Currencies, The Basics Threats to Freedom and Its Role in the Metaverse. So let's kick start today's episode. So welcome everyone, it's Atim here in Dubai, and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8. Where we cover some top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse, and after the series of episodes in the Crypto and Coffee Date boxes, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies. Some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain. Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And this is followed by Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And remember guys, every Friday is that is tomorrow. We have an episode called Metaverse Everything where we solely focus on Metaverse. So please check out the episode tomorrow. And the format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different. And what I tend to do is I tend to publish a daily and a weekly report via my LinkedIn profile. My LinkedIn profile is in the show notes below. the quiz that i have for today is regarding stable coins what do you think is the future of stable coins and i want you to keep in mind the time frame of at least five years from now will it be terra usdt will it be binance busd or will it be central bank digital currencies that will be dominating the market now i do understand that i have asked this question in the past but once again guys give me your thoughts and opinions and mention them in the comments below now before we kick today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one-tech platform for tech. It offers global high-paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store. An app store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup or I. Next, guys, listen. If you are into fitness, if you are into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town. A podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called Rise in the Obstacle Course Race. And Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast is appear to be a community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from sandstorm to Spartan race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gov Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs, and these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Coast Race podcast. Next, Vertex Events have organized the first ever blockchain summit in the history of the World Expo on 10th to 11th of October 2021 at Dubai Expo 2022. Now, they are planning to organize a two-days blockchain summit in 2022 on the 14th and 15th of October at Grand Hyatt Dubai UAE. And Blockchain Dubai Summit is one of the most innovative and interactive summits in the Middle East. Industry leaders from the world of blockchain, digital assets will gather to discuss advantages of blockchain, crypto, DeFi, NFT and Metaverse, a brilliant event to network with leading personalities in the space a couple of packages and opportunities for sponsorship. So click on the link below to know everything about Vortex Events and the website is vortexgroups.ae. Or also drop me an email to info at And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets a hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France, and Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge and this is where ledger kicks in so click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast it is a brilliant way to support this podcast so what are you waiting for the link is in the show notes below now since we've taken care of that let's look at the cryptocurrency global market the global crypto market as of 6th of october is at 968.18 billion dollars and since the last 24 hours it is up by 1.78 percent And XRP army are really excited because the price of XRP or RippleNet has been going through the roof, especially since the last week. The global crypto market volume since the last 24 hours is $60.63 billion and since the last 24 hours it is up by 5.26%. The total volume in DeFi is currently at $3.29 billion and the total value locked in DeFi is down to $55.82 billion. And out of that $55.82 billion, MakerDAO accounts for 13.93%. And as of 6th of October, $7.78 billion has been locked in the MakerDAO protocol. But just to give you perspective guys, in 2020 and 2021, the total value locked in DeFi used to hover well over the $150 to $200 billion mark. And earlier this year, the total value locked did reach its all-time high. $242 billion. But fast forward to 6th of October, the total value locked is down to $55.82 billion. And the sad news is that DeFi accounts are only 5.42% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. The volume of stable coins is down to $55.96 billion. And out of that $55.96 billion, tether the USDT accounts for $45.54 billion. USDC accounts for 3.86 billion dollars and Binance USD accounts for 6.43 billion dollars and stablecoin accounts for 92.31% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. Now guys let's quickly look at the market share, 24 hour trading volume, and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now really I'm not sure what is going on ever since the Ethereum merge. The Bitcoin's market share has been growing exponentially. But if you were to compare Bitcoin's market share To its all-time high, it is still ridiculously low. Bitcoin's market share at its all-time high was hovering around the $1.2 trillion mark. But fast forward to 6th of October. Bitcoin's market share is $387 billion, whereas Ethereum's market share is at $168 billion. I was predicting that Ethereum's market share will gradually tend to grow more than 50% 55% and 60% of the market share of Bitcoin but I was 100% wrong. The 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin is currently at $36 billion whereas Ethereum's is at $11.6 billion. The dominance of Bitcoin is 40% and Ethereum's dominance is at 17.40%. Now let's quickly look at the price of the king of all kings, that is Bitcoin and it is currently at $20,206. Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 1.55%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 6.23%. Ethereum is at $1,359. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 2.88%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 4.54%. And Binance Coin is currently at $293. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 1.07%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by... 5.69 percent and one thing which i wonder about binance considering the fact that it is having if not one of the best years in 2022 could it be possible that binance does turn out to be much bigger than bitcoin and it is unfortunately possible so really i'm hoping that binance does not fall into the problems that celsius docon and three euros capital actually faced so in today's episode i'm going to be talking about the massive updates Regarding Celsius's CEO, or should I say former CEO, Alex Mashensky. I'm also going to be talking about Dokon, and there's unfortunately not so good news about him in South Korea. And some updates regarding Three Arrows Capital, and it has got to do with NFTs. But before that, there is some positive news regarding MENA region. So the news is that the Middle East and North Africa region has seen the largest crypto market growth in 2022, and chain analysis. They have provided a comprehensive report just a few days ago that talked about Middle East and North Africa crypto market has grown more than any other region in 2022. And they have a comparison chart that talks about how Middle East and North Africa is leading the pack. If you look at the data, Middle East and North Africa region has seen a significant growth in year-on-year transaction in cryptocurrencies at 48% followed by Latin America at 40%, North America at 36% and quite a lot more. So this is definitely very, very positive news. And in the report that Chain Analysis produced, they have also mentioned that MENA is also home to three of the top 30 countries in the year. And the first one is Turkey, Egypt and quite a lot more. And if you look at the report, it also gives some comprehensive detail in terms of year-on-year growth in crypto transaction volumes in the Menor region as well, Egypt surprisingly is at 221.7% and Saudi Arabia is at 194.8% and United Arab Emirates is at 37.2%. So UAE and Menor region is definitely making some massive news so far as cryptocurrency is concerned. And the article also talks about the Gulf Cooperation Council and the rise of institutional crypto in the meta regions, so definitely worth reading through the entire report. And in the metaverse, everything podcast a few months ago, I also talked about what countries are more catered and excited towards metaverse. Is it the developing countries or is it the underdeveloped countries? And surprisingly, the developing countries have shown a keen interest and lightning towards metaverse. The developing countries, unfortunately, not so much. So it's going to be really interesting to see how Metaverse develops, one thing to note and remember is the population growth of Generation Z. And GCC has if not one of the right matrix, so far as Generation Z is concerned and Metaverse is concerned. So I'll try to talk about this in tomorrow's episode called Metaverse Everything. Now let's talk about the top 3 news to do with Celsius, Terra Luna and and 3 arrows Capital. But before that guys, you need to always remember what is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a peer to peer electronic cash system designed by Satoshi Nakamoto and Cypherpunks during that era, and it was a moment to create separation of money and the states. Now, looks like the plan may have had some challenges because human greed, game theory, and the supply of Bitcoin, which is fixed, has led some of us to do the same mistake as fiat currencies. And one thing which I say quite often in my podcast is, The Bitcoin white paper's very second line does actually read that the main benefits are lost if a trusted third party is still required to prevent double spending. So it's so critical to understand what Bitcoin did. Bitcoin solved the double spend problem and the impact that centralized entities does have on the cryptocurrency world till date is absolutely devastating. And Coindesk has released a report that talks about Celsius Network And the ex-CEO Alex Mashensky, ex-CSO Daniel Leon and Chief Technology Officer Nuke Goldstein had pulled Bitcoin, Ethereum, USDC and Celsius Holdings from their custody accounts in May before the company suspended all the customer withdrawals. This is the problem with having a centralized entity. Unfortunately, the customers have lost a lot of funds because of Celsius Network and the article talks about how they cashed out $42 million in crypto before bankruptcy. And the article is provided by Condesk. I would definitely recommend you guys to watch it. And guys, if you do get time, listen to my episode going back to 2020 and 2021. I did have a lot of respect for Alex Mashensky, not from the cryptocurrency world, but because of his invention in VOIP, that is Voice Over the Internet Protocol. The ability that we have to talk via Skype, we can do WhatsApp calling is because of Alex Mashensky. He was one of the founders of Voice Over the Internet Protocol. But ever since he entered into the cryptocurrency space, and you can listen to my podcast going back to 2020, one thing which I did not like about Alex Mashensky is he used to talk about how multimillionaires and billionaires are taking a majority of the chunk of the profit. And I always kept saying that at that point of time, his own net worth was well over $100 million. So how is it that him being a multi-millionaire is talking about other multi-millionaires taking a majority of the chunk? It's definitely not right. And he also had a debate with Dr. Nordian Rubini. And in that debate, they also discussed pretty much the same thing. And Dr. Nordian Rubini, who is one of the detractors of Bitcoin and blockchain technology in general, has been saying that a lot of the protocols do turn out to be scam and they scam people out of the money. And unfortunate fast forward in 2020-22, it did turn out to be exactly how he said. And Bloomberg article did actually publish a report a few weeks ago that talked about how crypto billionaire Sam Bankman-Fried, who's the CEO of FT Exchange, is currently eyeing bids for Celsius assets. So really, I'm not sure what the status for that is. Now, Sam Bankman does have a brilliant podcast, Laura Shin, uh, from Unchained Podcast, I personally think she's, if not the top three podcasters in the cryptocurrency space from all time. And in that podcast, they discuss how to prevent the next terror and 3 Arrow Capital. I haven't listened to the podcast yet, but tonight when I go to the gym, I'm definitely going to check it out. But in the meantime, guys, please feel free to go out and check out that podcast. It does provide some really crucial information. Now, let's talk about some news regarding Docorn and Decrypt, which is one of the leading online publications in the cryptocurrency space has posted that South Korean authorities have officially voided Dokon's passport and Dokon has fourteen days to surrender his passport to authorities and this is just the latest in the ongoing search for crypto founder and you can read through the official article. Now surprisingly he has been active on Twitter. So if you go through his Twitter account, just yesterday he replied to a tweet by Laura Shin. And I'm not sure if Laura Shin asked him to do a podcast but his reply was that he's very keen on doing the podcast over year by over year i do hope that he's talking about twitter space and laura shin might just be the perfect person to do an interview with docon because she did have a couple of episodes with docon but they did not talk about Terra luna they talked about his other projects but the right person to do an interview with docon right now will be laura shin and Bitcoin.com has also reported that South Korean authorities have reportedly frozen $40 million in crypto assets. However, Dokon has denied that any of the funds have been frozen link to him. Because these funds have to do with GoCoin exchange. And he actually mentioned that he does not even use GoCoin exchange. So there is some drama going on. And unfortunately, once the project fails down, people do tend to link everything towards the person who is involved in that. Now, I personally do hope that each and every one of them, physically and mentally, are fine. Now, financially, I do hope that the customers who have been affected are somehow, some way, compensated, and hopefully everyone is in a much better place financially. Cointelegraph has also published an article that talks about how the South Korea's Ministry of Foreign Affairs states that the fugitive co-founder, that is Dokon, must hand over his Korean passport to authorities Within 14 days of the said order, so this is going to be really interesting, and this might just be the very first time that Dokon is trying to do a podcast via Twitter while the authorities are searching for him. So it's going to be really interesting, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of movie which does being made on Dokon. Now let's talk about some news regarding Three Arrows Capital. The Three Arrows Capital has gone completely belly up. Out of all the three projects, I must say. The Three Arrows Capitals was a complete sham. And Nansen, which is an analysis firm that gets real-time crypto and NFT insight, has reported that over 300 NFTs from Three Arrows Capitals NFT funds were moved by the liquidator to a new wallet. And the tweet does provide some really crucial information. So it looks like what they're trying to do is they're trying to recoup the funds. Now it's going to be really interesting to see what is it that they do with the funds. Do they give it back to the investors who have lost money in Two Euros Capital, or are they going to give the funds to the customers who are going to be affected by it? Now, listen, guys. Go to my LinkedIn profile and read through the blog on the 6th of October. There is an official filing which is published by the Two Euros Capital team that gives more information of what is going to happen with this 300 NFTs. Now, guys, let's talk about two news regarding UAE and put the news of our blockchain DXP. And what I tend to do is every month and I've been doing this for almost a year now, I talk about Bitcoin Beginner's Guide and in yesterday's episode I talked about Ethereum Beginner's Guide. Now in today's episode I'm going to be talking about two events and one of the events that starts tomorrow from the 7th of October, it is a Bitcoin Beginner's Guide. So this is a three-part series explaining Bitcoin at a very basic and beginner level. So the first session starts on the 7th of October, the 7th one is on the 14th of October And the third one is on the 21st of October. And all of these three sessions starts at 11 a.m. Gulf Standard Time to 12.30 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. And the only reason why I'm doing that is because it is an initiative to train, educate, and consult the people of Dubai and UAE on Bitcoin and Blockchain technology, which is purely in line with Dubai Blockchain strategy. If you do want to register for this event, you can go to eventbrite.com and type in Blockchain DXP. Or go to my website, blockchaindxp. Or also, drop me an email to info@blockchaindxp.com. The most likely tomorrow's session, I will go live via Podbean and via Angami as well, so you can listen only to the audio version. So let me break it down. What is it that I'll be explaining in tomorrow's episode? Now, tomorrow, 7th of October, I'm going to be discussing the history of Bitcoin. I'll be exploring the projects before Bitcoin and what problem did Bitcoin actually solve. So we'll be exploring. What problem Bitcoin solved, and what were the problems with the cryptocurrencies that existed before Bitcoin, and something which we talked about earlier today as well—double spend. So Bitcoin solved the double spend problem. So in tomorrow's episode, I'll go ahead and explain what is the double spend problem, how did Bitcoin solve the double spend problem. We'll also talk about who is Satoshi Nakamoto, why it matters, and why it does not. And at very basic level, we'll explore. How the Bitcoin blockchain works. So, what is it that goes into a block and what is it that goes to a chain? Now, on the episode that takes place on the 14th of October, I'm going to be discussing BFT, that is the Byzantine Fault Tolerance. We'll also look at the Bitcoin white paper. We'll explore what is private key and what is public key. And we'll talk about what is SHA 256, that is Secure Hashing Algorithm 256. And we'll explore how did Bitcoin solve the double spend problem. So essentially what Satoshi Nakamoto did, he compiled hashing algorithm, mathematics and cryptography. And that was the invention of Bitcoin and blockchain technology. So I'll explore how mining works, the halving of Bitcoin which is going to happen most likely in May of 2024. And we'll also explore how Bitcoin mining target difficulty works. And there's some news circulating right now that Bitcoin did actually meet a new all-time high. And the next difficulty target will be adjusted on the 10th of October. So next week, I'm also going to be exploring what the Bitcoin target difficulty is. So in the session that takes place on the 4th of October, it's going to be at a very basic and beginner level. So in case if you're worried with these jargons, don't worry at all guys, it's going to be at an absolute basic and beginner level. And you do not need absolutely any technical information. I'll go ahead and explain this at a very basic and easy to understand level. And on this final session which is on the 21st of october i'll talk about the bitcoin market share we'll talk about the different folks of bitcoin and one topic which is getting a lot of momentum is lightning network and this narrative lightning network not blockchain is gaining a lot of momentum in the bitcoin community and also in the cryptocurrency community as well and last week we talked about how michael saylor from microstrategy is hiring a bitcoin engineer focusing only on Lightning Network and Twitter. They're also planning to work on some apps focusing only on Lightning Network. So I'll try to give more information on what Lightning Network is, on what Liquid Network is. We'll also talk about the different types of Bitcoin, that is Bitcoin Core, Bitcoin Cash, and the different forks of Bitcoin. So there are over 70 or different forks of Bitcoin, and we'll exploring some of them in detail. We'll also talk about the wallets and the different types of wallets, the pillars of Bitcoin and open blockchain, which I tend to cover quite often. And how do you buy, sell or hodl Bitcoin? But make sure guys not to expect any investment advice because I do not give any investment advice. And one thing which I see often is all of our price predictions. So far as cryptocurrency is concerned, is 100% right, 50% of the time. And in the session on the 21st of October, we'll also explore the current and the future state of bitcoin so that is the first news from uae and the second news is an event that i'm doing on the 14th of october called as central bank digital currencies and i'll be exploring the basics the threats to freedom and its role in the metaverse as well now i'm a massive proponent of bitcoin and cryptocurrencies but unfortunately i do think that central bank digital currencies will play a much better and effective role in the metaverse so we'll be explaining that in detail on the 14th of october Now, the session on the 14th of October is going to be broken down into two parts. In part A, I'm going to be explaining what is central bank digital currencies or CBDCs. We will look at the history of CBDCs, how will CBDC work, the current state of CBDC, the countries currently studying and working on CBDC. Now, since the last two weeks, there's been a lot of development. So far as privacy in CBDC is concerned, there are banks in Norway, who wants to make the source of CBDCs completely open source. Uh, Australia is just working on a CBDC and they're building it on the Ethereum blockchain. And the one thing which I think is if the CBDC source code is completely open and if they implement zero-knowledge proof, then I'm really not sure what is the use case of cryptocurrencies and stable coins. So we'll be exploring that and discussing that on the 14th of October. And we'll also discuss if El Salvador adopting Bitcoin did have an impact on international monetary fund's stance on central bank digital currencies. And when will UAE launch its CBDCs? And in part P, something which I personally like, we'll make a quick comparison between CBDCs versus Bitcoin. And we'll discuss if central bank digital currencies are a threat to freedom. We'll also discuss the political implications of CBDCs. Now, generally speaking, the left-leaning politicians are not in favor of Freedom, Cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin but they are definitely in favor of central bank digital currencies and exactly opposite are the right-wing politicians who are in favor of Cryptocurrencies, who are in favor of Freedom and Open Source and Bitcoin but have a strong resistance and are trying to stop central bank digital currencies from being implemented by the central banks. So, we'll discuss the support and resistance to CBDC from a political point of view. We'll also discuss China's role in CBDC and the different types of CBDCs, that is, wholesale CBDC, retail CBDC, multiple CBDCs, and central bank digital currencies' role in the metaverse. And this is one of my favorite topic because I do think that cryptocurrencies, because of the scalability, because of the security, and because of the decentralization or distributed aspect, Will not be the right mix in metaverse, but central bank digital currencies may be an ideal form of payment and medium of exchange in the metaverse. So the session is completely free of cost. You can register it via Eventbrite, and I'll try to go live on Twitter space as well. So that's all for today, guys. On the, the Crypto Coffee Tea from Blockchain DXB. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info@blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com. And check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this, please follow this podcast, click on the follow button and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from blockchain TX. We are listening to the Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto & Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes of the Crypto & Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the powers of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. Yeah, the other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs. DeFi and Metaverse. I have a question by Adnan who asks, Where do you think cryptocurrency is heading this year? Now, to be completely honest, Adnan, October has historically been one of the positive months for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but unfortunately, this year is a little bit different because uh, the start of this particular month was definitely not ideal. I was expecting that the global cryptocurrency market would have passed the $1 trillion mark by now. Unfortunately, the two scary matrix, which is still continuing in October, is the stable coins and that is to do with the volume and the percentage of stable coins. Now what I do think Adnan is the midterm election that takes place in November of 8th will have a massive impact on the stock market which will eventually have an impact in the cryptocurrency market as well. So the key date that I would recommend is for this part of the year is the 8th of November and I'm talking about let's see, a week before that and a week after that would probably determine what the price of cryptocurrencies would be now one thing to note is all price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time but historically last quarter is positive for cryptocurrencies and historically what happens is during the midterm election the current administration what they tend to do is they tend to pump up the stock market they tend to pump up the cryptocurrency market as well because that just means there's a better indication or better chance for them to be re-elected So that is one of the reasons why I do think that we might be heading towards a positive matrix towards the end of this year. Especially December historically has been one of the best months so far as Bitcoin cryptocurrency is concerned. I have another question by Rylan who asks, which NFT would you recommend to buy for me to flip some of uh, the NFTs? Now Rylan, firstly, I absolutely do not give any investment advice. So I would not recommend you to go out and buy anything. Wait for it and then sell it because if that thing were to happen and if you were to make laws, I don't want you to say that you know, blockchain DXP has recommended that. So, there's absolutely no financial advice. What I would always recommend is, and this is nothing to do with NFTs, but I would recommend you to understand the tech. Now, some of my good friends they ask me the same thing, and what I actually tell them is not to buy any NFT to flip it, but try to understand what the NFT is, and if you like the artist. Then you go out and buy it. And interestingly, Rylan, I did have a podcast yesterday with our Spartan Obstacle Course Race CEO, Jordi Senna, and uh, the Chief Technology Officer and Calvin, who's one of the guys who's working on the Unbreakable Pass. Now, Spartan, what they have is they have an Unbreakable Pass and the utility that they have is an absolutely no-brainer for why an athlete or runner or someone who's in the Obstacle Course Race community should go ahead and opt and buy that unbreakable pass so understanding what that pass is or understanding what the nft is that is what my message to you is and if you are an artist you know ralin why don't you go and start creating your own nft because if you are an artist or you have some kind of nft with which you can add any utility you can do that as well now one option if you want to start completely fresh is go to rarible because the gas fees are paid by the seller. Just to get an experience, you can maybe just play around with wearable. And once you feel comfortable, maybe you can put some of your artwork, any digital asset or anything which has utility on OpenSea. And that's how you tend to learn. And that's how you get your hands involved in non-fungible tokens. But with reference to, you know, buying NFTs, trust me, Valen, I wouldn't recommend that. Go to Twitter. There are quite a lot of people who do give advice on Twitter. And once again, you need to remember the advice that you get does not ever seem to materialize. if you are based in Dubai, Raleigh, and I know for a fact that the Dubai police is releasing the second batch of NFT, and they want to give it completely free, of course, and they're doing that at the Jitex event. So if you're based in Dubai, and if you're attending the Jitex event, which starts next week, definitely worth going and attending that. So that way, you get the NFT completely for free as well. So that's all for today guys from the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXB. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com and check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, guys, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating, and share the word across. And remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 am to 8 30 am we have crypto and coffee at 8. Where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. the series of episodes in the crypto and coffee date works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the browser of cryptocurrencies. Some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and see you tomorrow at the Medoverse Everything podcast. Have a nice one. Bye-bye.